0: <coughs> oh, sorry, <thank> <laughs> 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 sorry, I rock told you I had a coffee fizz
1: tonight. <laughs> you did,
2: you did. You you prefaced it.
0: Hello, Frog Residents. Kermit speaking. Hello, Mr. Oh, hello, Mr. Iger. Good to see you yes, sir, it's an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Hello. Uh, yeah, I I have heard of the Three Sheets to the Mouse podcast. Um, yeah, I guess they're funny, but I don't really approve of their language. It's not something that me and Piggy want our little tablets to be listening to. But, uh, Fozzie, he, he loves them. I'm sorry, Mr. Eiger, what... What do you mean I... You thought I could use the work? It, it's closing torn down galaxy's edge now you listen here just because i'm a puppet doesn't mean i'll just bend over and take it if you tear down muppet vision i'll shove more than just a hand in your butt bob i know it sounds
1: sorted but you'll be rewarded when well, at last i am giving my
2: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 153 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney. From the parks, to the movies, to dining, we'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their booze. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by two guys that think the Festival of Fantasy is a party in Las Vegas. Adam? (laughs) It was at TI.
3: Never mind. Nobody's going to get that except for people who've been to Vegas. That's the the um hotel which had all the lady Buccaneers on the ship for their oh, Treasure s- Island yes they actually changed it to TI because
2: Treasure Island was too youngish sounding so but it made sense TI makes or Tra- Treasure Island makes sense with yeah, the, I don't the, disagree the, but
3: that's what the they theme did. there yeah they okay, tried a, it. that was when
2: the what happens in
3: Vegas stays in Vegas kind of because at one point they were trying to pimp Vegas as a family place. Right. No, I remember that. I remember so that. So once okay. they switch that back to what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, they switch the name to T Now it's
1: no longer what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They changed their... What is it now? Oh, I forgot. Vegas!
3: Just
2: come.
1: That works. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's, it's something even stupider. <laughs> well, speaking of just come, that other comely voice is Tim. Tim. <laughs> I did have something to say, but with that whole rambling about Vegas, I lost my train of thought. Did you say rimming? No. <laughs> oh, I thought you said that whole rimming about Vegas. It, and I thought, this is definitely the festival of fantasies now.
1: <laughs> yeah, the new slogan is, what happens here only happens here.
2: Oh. 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 Yeah. Mm. Well, I, mean,
1: I think a lot of what happens there also
2: happens in Bangkok.
1: I
3: mean, think about if you're on your honeymoon in Vegas. And no, that's not a good
1: thing. I don't think I like that slogan. No, I don't think I'd want to go to Vegas for my honeymoon. No offense to Vegas. No. Well, hey, make uh,
2: yourself a Pink Elephants on Parade, and let's talk the grown-up side of Disney. Which, if you're wondering how to make a Pink Elephants on Parade, it's uh, two ounces of vodka, four ounces of pink lemonade, two tablespoons of sugar. And about a half an ounce of uh, melon liqueur. Stir it up. Port and glass. Pink elephants on parade.
1: That sounds sickeningly sweet.
3: I thought you had to take something with robitussin in it.
2: No, no, there is there is no
1: tussin. <laughs> drop drop like an like acid tab for you. Drink like <laughs> grape.
2: <laughs> S- hey, that's scissor that's- Scissor. <laughs> scissor. <laughs> purple
1: okay. drink. Purple drink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this would be pink drink. Even though it's got some some uh, Midori in there, it, it still comes out looking... I'm not drinking it by any means, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> um, that wouldn't... For starters, that wouldn't work with my diet. But for secondly, I don't I don't mix things much anymore. That's my wife's job. She mixes um, soda and rum, and that's about it, so... But hey, enough about what other people are drinking. Tim, what are you drinking?
1: It's so Woodford Reserve Double O...
2: Do you um, honestly prefer that over just a regular Woodford? Mm. Yes. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. It's worth the uh, slight price increase over the regular Woodford.
2: Okay. Adam, are you having got, the same? Yeah,
1: I got the same tonight. I had a beer before, but... We also picked up some Woodford rye that we tried for the first time in some Manhattans over the weekend. It was decent. It's actually pretty good. I still prefer bullet rye as my Manhattan ingredient, but the Woodford's not bad. And the uh, uh, bullet's about half the
2: price of the Woodford, isn't it?
1: No, Woodford rye is within like three bucks of bullet rye. Oh, Woodford okay. rye is cheap. Yeah, Woodford rye is like 30 bucks.
2: Okay, yep, that's about right then. Okay. Well, I am sipping on what is about the last of my High West Prairie special. High West Prairie American Prairie Bourbon. Um, I didn't have much of it left, but I opened the cabinet, and that's just what was calling to me. So okay. I'll be glad. I'll be sad to finish it, but glad to finish it because I can take the charm off of it and do something with it, there like you know. lose it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, are you okay? That did not sound good.
2: That didn't look good. That's why God gave me two knees, boys. <laughs> Shit. So when I bash one on my computer desk, the other one keeps trucking.
1: Oh we just walk God. around
2: in circles at that point. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm like, a, I'm like a duck with one flipper. Saw one of those Bass Pro Shops in Branson. He's up, they just... So he he literally just swims in a circle. Aww. <laughs> in their, in their, in their <laughs> pond. That's awful. <laughs> it is, because I keep throwing bread on his other side. You ain't right. He <laughs> can't. You gotta make a big, long, lazy circle to get over to it. It's great. You're mean. <laughs> I know. I may be mean, but he's a duck, so I win.
1: You're gonna get smoten. I hope I get smotened. <laughs> I could. I could
2: use a good smotening. There's a lot of people at Magic Kingdom.
1: There are. There are people a lot of people at Magic Kingdom today.
2: Seems Magic Kingdom is absolutely just full of people all day, every day, all year long anymore because everybody's going to Disney all, all the time now. Yeah and disney has gotten clever at trying to mitigate the crowds with you know character meets because that's one way they pull people to a specific spot You yeah, they got those uh higher capacity um higher seating capacity theaters throughout magic kingdom like you got the philhar magic you got uh, carousel of progress which i just recently found out was a thing um
1: american adventure
2: yeah american adventure and those will kind of eat through people and, and hold them, hold on to them. Weather permitting, you have uh, the parades that happen several times a day, and you know, Magic Kingdom has been a host to dozens of daytime parades since its opening in 1971, and they have grabbed the attention of hundreds of people at a time for you know, at times up to half an hour so uh you know tonight we're going to kind of take a look at this we're going to talk about some of the older parades uh like the original character parade and how it transitioned into cavalcade characters which gave us this uh coming of age of the modern type floats with uh disney's classic costumed characters and you have um actual floats in a musical score and that, that gives us ultimately the fantastic um daytime parades we've got now at disney world and the rest of their parks um all over so we're going to kind of revisit episode 14 back in in the Wayback machine and uh, kind of take a, a deeper look at only the daytime parades in magic kingdom currently magic kingdom has two daytime parades they've got the move it shake it mouse could dance it street party <laughs> Yeah, I said that with a straight face, folks. I did not. I also (laughs) made up my own words for that parade. They have the Festival Festival of Mouseka Fantasy Parade.
0: (laughs)
1: That just
2: sounds wrong. Would it be the
1: Festival of
0: Fantasy? It would would be the the Festival of of Mouseka Fantasy,
2: yes. And um, each of these uh, parades have seen many iterations over the past half century. So, Adam why don't you fill us in on the daytime parades of years past fair
3: enough so we're going to start with the character parade and this actually opened back in October 1st 1971 with the park and lasted until about December 9th 1971 and this is the original times believe it or not the three o'clock parade wasn't always the three o'clock parade the actual times for this parade were actually 12 30 and 5 30. Now, this is well before Disney even thought about doing any kind of float or any kind of, like, major procession. It was just a mix of Disney characters, vintage cars, and some musicians. Uh, Mickey Mouse, of course, was the Grand Marshal of the parade, and he led a red uniform marching band to start it off. Some other characters featured in this was the dwarfs from Snow White, Minnie with the Dapper dance driving in a yellow antique car, and, of course, Dumbo. And this stayed pretty steady until about 1972, where Pooh ran for president. And they added a patriotic float with Tigger and EO following. Pooh, of course, on top of the patriotic float. And this also was followed by a fife and drum Corps. Also during 1972, they also had a special Mother's Day edition, and the actual parade was plussed up with characters marching parade route and Mother's Day cards. So this hat lasted on and off for quite a long time. And then we had 1974 to 1975, the Cavalcade of Characters, which took me a really long time to figure out how to
2: say without stumbling over it. You got to take it one syllable at a time. Yeah,
3: pretty much. You just got to say it real slow. Um, this Mickey kicked off parade on foot. Again, not necessarily on a float. He was followed by Alice, Tweedledee, and Tweedledum. And one of the weirdest selections I found the walrus from Alice in Wonderland.
2: That is a little weird. I can't genuinely recall the walrus.
3: Neither could I. I am the
2: walrus. No,
3: you are not a beetle. No, sorry. So this is kind of where we start getting characters a little bit more involved on floats because we actually have Donald on Main Street's Antique Fire Engine driving down, which is kind of cool. And... Um, most of the other characters are carrying some sort of balloon, like Goofy and Pluto. The dwarfs from Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Snow White appearing on a small wishing well theme float. Um, a Casey Jr. train with King Richard the Lion from Robin Hood playing a pipe organ and mini waving from the caboose. Again, I don't really get how this fits. Is this the 70s? This is 74 to 75, yes. Acid. Fair enough. That's how Got this it. fits. Got it. We also had some of the characters from Robin, Robin Hood, Prince John, Sheriff of Nottingham, and Friar Tuck. Captain Hook rode on a mini pirate ship. Winnie the Pooh and his friends came next, followed by a giant honeypot. And kind of really paying service to some of the historians of Disney lore, He had Little Toot, which was the tugboat character from the 1940 short. And he was, on a, he was a mini float. America on Parade was the next Kinda generation out of this and this was pretty much a parade made to celebrate the United States Bicentennial. This ran from June 1975 to sometime in 1976. The, it was a pretty creepy parade if you
2: ever kind of looked at pictures of it. Nightmare fuel is
1: what
3: oh, it is. Oh my god, you have no idea. The, they had doll-like characters that were almost 8 feet high and they called them People of America. Did and, Tim Burton produce this parade? I, I don't know if he was old enough to do that. Like, if you really have some time, look up these stupid characters. They're, like, giant, like, creepy-looking dolls. There's no other way I can put it.
1: Oh, I think I saw clips of this. Yeah, it's really creepy.
3: Like, super creepy. And floats throughout the American... And Tim doesn't like the stupid dolls from... Um, Spectrum like, Magic. Spectro Magic. This is a lot worse,
2: in my opinion. Yeah, this makes Small World... Um look like a walk in the park for anybody who thinks those dolls are creepy because these are 8 feet
3: tall. Mm -hmm. Now, some of the floats the floats themes was America on Parade and it represented historical, cultural and scientific achievements throughout the first 200 years of our nation. This was also the first time that both Magic Kingdom and Disneyland worked together on a project that would be operating and open at the same time. And they came up with 8 foot creepy dolls. all oh, that's going through my head when I was researching this, <laughs> and it was on both parks.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Next up, we have cavalcade of characters round two, Electric Boogaloo, and this went from <laughs> 1977 to 1978. We got two additional floats for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We also have Herbie the Love Bug making an appearance this time around. Elliot from Peach Dragon and a Mickey Mouse Club section was added featuring two oversized red drums dancers with flags and Mickey Mouse waving from finally atop a float so this is I think the first time Mickey Mouse actually was on a float is this also the first time we had flag uh, dancers no I think we, always, we have flag dancers and we have ribbon dancers throughout every parade later on they okay. get on roller skates but that's a story for another day
1: <laughs> It or is. later on
3: in the podcast <laughs> uh next up is mixed mickey's 50th birthday parade this started in 1978 shortly after cavalcade of characters 2 closed and mickey mouse and the main street philharmonic kicked off the parade surrounded by banners that read happy birthday mickey mouse the parade features balloons wrapped gift boxes party hats a larger than life birthday cards and a 50th birthday cake all the usual suspects are involved with this and Except for one, really another one that I don't quite understand, but I guess because of the time, although the albatross from the rescuers was a character in this parade.
1: That sounds like just they just threw all arbitrary sea characters. <laughs>
3: just every once in a while, we're just gonna throw a bird. Is kind of
2: how well, I, I mean, feel. Yeah, it just, <laughs> that, it's not like that. They had to make a costume for that.
3: Yes. So. And,
2: Someone said, "Ooh, you know what's going to be hot? Everyone's going to want to see Orville." Orville, the albatross. I mean, yep. The film did come out in
3: 1977, and this parade started in 1978. So I guess that's connection there. But eh. the next parade that we have launching is the tensennial Parade. Is that a word? uh it is according to Disney the 10-some Pity just marked the 10th anniversary of Walt Disney World. There weren't that many changes after Mickey's 50th birthday. They also had a Mickey Mouse character parade in 1983 and Donald Duck's 50th birthday parade in 1984. Now, this had a pretty cool um float, which actually featured Daisy, Ludwig Von Drake, Uncle Scrooge, and nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, which is kind of cool. I wouldn't mind seeing Ludwig Von Drake. Yeah. Now... These were all the parades. So it's relatively new when you think about the three o'clock parade because all these parades that I mentioned had two daily showings at 12:30 and 530. The first official three o'clock parade was Mickey Street Party, and this was in January of 1985. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Donald. Let's All Give a Cheer was the main part of this theme song for this parade. And I listened to a little bit of it while I was doing some research, and it's kind of like a cross between 80s synth pop and 70s disco. Complete with hand clap sections. Oh boy. It's. <laughs>
2: yes. If I recall, the outfits aren't much better.
3: Well, the outfit color schemes was pink, purple, orange, and red in 80s
2: classic neon. Now, I want to say this. To all the 80s kids, if they brought this back now and ran through it, do you think it would be a hit with the adults?
1: Yep. Hands down, without a doubt.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, retro is so in with that. Oh
2: my goodness. You give me some synth pop. With a parade on Main Street. <laughs> yes, I mean, please.
1: Look at the retro Disneyland merch they just put out.
2: Exactly. Like,
3: literally yeah. just dropped while we are recording. And we got a cast of over 40 Disney characters, including Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear, Alice, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and Jungle Book characters. Cinderella has her own float for the first time, surrounded by Waltzing couples and her mice friends. We still have Yui, Dewey, and Louie, Goofy, Winnie the Pooh, everybody else, you know, the usual cast of characters. The floats are, of course, accompanied by performers twirling colorful ribbons and flags all while dancing along. Possibly on roller skates.
2: 80s, this could be roller skates.
3: <laughs> yes, I, I, some of them. It, it, roller skates became a theme for almost all the parades from now until, like, recent.
1: Kind of hard to, to roller skate down Main Street and watch those trolley tracks.
3: Well, imagine, yeah. and, and floats and all this other stuff going on. But I guess they did it. And what really struck me as interesting when I was researching a lot of this is that they kind of constantly change the
2: parades almost every year, at least every other year. Well, Walt always said that um, parades were never meant to be a museum. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, so next up on the parade route is 15 Years of Magic, and this started, lasted from October 1st, 1986 to September 1987. This actually started out for the 15th anniversary celebration of Disney World, and this actually marks the first time a guest was chosen, chosen to be the Grand Marshal of the day. Now, not only did they get to ride down a car on Main Street, they won something. Can you all guess what it is?
2: I mean... It wasn't a fast pass, because they didn't Mm. have those back then. (laughs) Nope. Oh, man. And this is what year?
1: 86 to 87.
2: 86 to 87. What could you win? Cinderella
1: Suite wasn't open yet. No. So it's not that. Give up? A die-cast monorail. No. They won
3: dinner at Tony's Town Square. No. They actually won a Chevrolet Cavalier convertible. I think I'd rather have dinner at
2: Tony's Town Square. <laughs> Damn. Was this every day?
1: Yeah. They gave away a cab every day?
3: Disney did weird well, things sure, back then. It, it
1: was a huge sponsorship with Chevrolet. There was, uh,
3: this is yeah. when Chevrolet and Disney got into bed together pretty much.
1: And what year was this, 87?
3: 86 to 87, yeah. Yeah, they were they couldn't probably sell the Cavaliers anyway. so <laughs> They were giving them away for free. Yeah. <laughs> this got a little more interesting because we had some theming to our floats again so we had chip and dale on a rock and roll themed float with pluto the big bad wolf tigger and brer bear as a backup band donald duck aboard a party float with streamers and gift boxes the country bears baked a cake on a float behind him and the finale float was a crystal version of cinderella's castle with goofy at the top
1: i kind of remember this parade
3: and yes this is where you have our roller skaters the theme of the pre-days, we're having a party with a theme song by the same name. I did not bother listening to this one after the synth-pop kind of thing
2: of the 80, the first 80s one. Wait, isn't yeah, I, that a song by Rod Stewart? I don't think it's that song. Okay.
3: <laughs> Almost positive it's not. Twisted to the music.
1: Hmm.
3: September 20th, 1987. We the People all-american parade do they have eight foot dolls
2: no okay
3: but it is to commemorate the bicentennial of the u.s. constitution um, basically the parade started with the ban it was followed by a replica of the constitution which kind of must have looked pretty weird but i mean i wonder if it's the similar one that we had at um, the nighttime parade because that was the constitution
1: right no, that was a giant American flag. I thought at one point it was the Constitution. No, no that was a giant American flag. Okay, Constitution would just been library, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, this is just. I a, thought they had a, a document with flag. "We the People" on it.
1: It was a little thing on top of that float, I believe. I don't think it was the whole. Oh, okay.
3: So on this float, Mickey and Minnie were dressed in their revolutionary finest. We had singers and dancers, and performers, and actual people. We're passing out flags of the f- original 13 cl- colonies, so you actually got free things back in Disney
2: when you watch this parade. God, I was hoping you'd say Captain Hook was on a pirate ship throwing bags of tea.
3: Well, you had cast Captain Hook and Smee on a boat, but um, I don't think he would be dumping tea. The other really interesting float is that we actually had a Wizard of Arth- oz theme float with dancing scarecrows jumping
1: off of it. And now, I didn't know they had the rights to do this back then. Was it the start of their partnership with MGM? It's possible,
2: but I'm not sure. That's just odd. It is odd. I mean, just the fact that it is Wizard of Oz aside, Scarecrow is jumping off of the float is just odd.
1: That would scare the shit out of me as a
2: kid. Well, you always have to have that part of every parade that makes you go, Wait, what? Why is this here? (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's like them creepy bird guys on the Festival of Fantasy. But it gets
1: better. I hope. They actually have a point, the bird guys on Festival of Fantasy. But they're creepy! Mm. They're creepy, but...
3: We have the Country Bears on top of a float, Donald and Daisy cruise on a riverboat, Cowboy Goofy rides a horse and the horse actually does tricks.
2: So it's a real horse. Yes, and this is still celebrating America. Yes, because he's a cowboy. Right. No, but I, I'm just I'm just trying to back up for half a second. Okay, okay. River boats, I guess, were an American thing. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Moving on.
3: Um, Chippendale on a Wild West float. Song of the South's Brer Bear and Brer Fox. I I don't know. Like, so Song of the South was still pretty prevalent in all of these things. And the spirit of America song plays in the background. Now here's the fun part. Eventually, Surfing USA by the Beach Boys takes us over, and stunt riders show off their skills on skateboards, bikes, and roller skates.
2: I, I think I actually want to see this parade.
1: <laughs> I'm um, thinking the people who were in charge of the parades through the '80s at Disney were snorting. Yes, too much
3: mm-hmm. correct. Some There's sneef- a lot of sneef-
1: snorting going on. <laughs>
3: Schneef snorting off of Tigger's tail. (laughs) of Tigger something.
2: (laughs) We we got (laughs) Mikey silent. No, 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 they're they're doing them Tigger dingers. (laughs) Tigger dingers, yes.
3: (laughs) And Tigger is actually riding on a surfing float. Uh, As the finale, this land is your land... A castle float appears, and Mary Poppins and her penguin, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Alice, Dumbo, Cinderella, Prince Charming, and others walk or ride with this float. Because those yeah. are all, like, really
2: American characters that I think No, of, right? they're in the back because they're European. Oh, okay. And we're just asserting our dominance. And parade
3: Maybe ends with cast members... Too. Carrying flags from all over the world represents the countries that help make America the melting part we are, and it's really convenient, because a lot of these flags... What do you think the countries are from? Epcot. You got it. The flags represented Epcot's World Showcase. So it's the history of the world, but only Epcot.
2: No, it's the history of America. (laughs) Including all the countries of the world.
1: just Epcot countries, though.
3: The All-American Parade wasn't just in one iteration. In 1988, it was renamed Mickey's All-American Birthday Parade. And I know you're shocked, but Disney recycled a lot of the floats, but added a couple new ones and a new theme song. The new parade of course starts with Baker's because it's a birthday. And the rest of the characters, dancers, and singers celebrate Mickey's birthday. And this parade ran for a full year until 1989. Now the biggest parade to date characterizes up next, and that's a Disney character hit parade. And this launched October first, nineteen eighty-nine. This parade had at least a hundred performers per performance. Wow! And it depicted fourteen moments from beloved Disney film. It's also known as Guess What Parade, because we just don't get enough of Song of Stealth. The Zippity Doo Parade. Uh, well,
1: okay didn't know there was going to be a quiz tonight.
3: Yeah, but I have to keep it interesting because I've been talking for too long. So. <laughs> I've been interrupting you pretty frequently. Yes, I know. My internet's been interrupting me, so... <laughs> My notes are frozen. <laughs> 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 so this parade also launched there was the first appearance of a little mermaid in a parade. And again, this is where also we started with the grand. the family starts off the parade... And we have Roger Rabbit showing up in a parade for the first time as well. Chip and Dale, King Louie's Monkeys, Baloo, Winnie the Pooh, Davy Crockett, Captain Hook, Smee, Snow White and her Prince. Maybe I mean, there was just a list of characters in this that you would never see Strombolis in it. We also had Gummy Bears, The Three Little Pigs, The Big Bear Wolf, The Rescuers, Robin Hood, it's a really long list of characters. I and would give
2: Lance Armstrong's right nut to meet the gummy bears. I don't, but they were in the parade. I don't think you can actually meet them. Uh, but somewhere that costume exists or did oh, exist. Yeah. Don't
1: forget,
3: yeah, well. yeah, this is. Did he run Disney. time for this parade?
2: <laughs> no, I didn't.
3: I also didn't watch it. I ran. I started running out of time.
1: It'd be like a forty-five minute parade.
3: I mean, it's a hundred people that take part in this parade. That, that, that it's a little ridiculous. See now this is where my memory starts kicking in because I just don't remember the earlier ones. But the 20th anniversary surprise celebration parade started September 22nd, 1991. Now this is based on Disneyland's Party Gras parade and featured giant balloons measuring about 35 to 40 feet tall. Think of it sort of like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade but you didn't need Handlers to carry the balloons, so they kind of had a base. And think of like how you're
2: just blew the balloon up that way. Okay, so they weren't like helium, hydrogen, or no, any other no, type no, of no, lighter-than-air no. gas. Okay. Um. The
3: themes was carnivals around the world, and this include Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras, Carnival de Rio, and the Venetian carnivals. We still had Roger Rabbit on the first float. And of course, on the last float was King Mickey with Snow White and Cinderella. Now, can you tell me what's
2: magical about that, or what's so important about that, or symbolic? Should I got nothing? I got, I got nothing. Is this? A, I mean, this is you, one of the can,
0: only. Can you parades? make these multiple
2: choice, Adam?
0: Yeah,
3: I yeah. could, but I didn't think that far in advance, Walter and I falls. ran out of time. Um, <laughs> See, these were some of the. These three characters were some of the only character, some of the characters that Walt actually worked on.
2: Okay well yeah and this is the only time you'll see them
3: together in a parade
2: interesting you think that was done actually on purpose or was it just kind of uh, someone said ooh here's a tidbit that
3: I don't think it, I think it was done on purpose. I don't think they okay. would just kind of slapdash these characters together because they really don't make any sense together no Well, so, and this, so
1: far none of these parades made any sense so
3: don't I mean get they any do make when it's sense when time. you watch them. Um, late in 92, the parade was renamed the Surprise Celebration Parade since (coughs) the 20th anniversary ended and this was, those parade was launched for the 20th anniversary. Next up is the Mickey Mania Parade and this was from June 1st, 1994 to September 1996. So this parade celebrated everything Mickey and performers on each float were just to represent a recognizable part of Mickey. Like his shoes, gloves, or his shorts. Oh my! Yeah, I don't remember this one. Um, Yet skateboarders, dirt bike riders, rollerbladers, stilt walkers, and people on those inflatable hot balls. Do you remember those?
2: Is, is that what I ride around on in Fortnite?
3: Yes, it is actually. <laughs> it's that bouncy ball with the handle in front. I, I can hear the song in my head. <laughs> So the theme song was Rock the House with the Mouse, and the Mickey Mouse Club theme song was also played. Now, the first float had a tornado slide with the parade logo, and Pluto and Roger Rabbit playing on it. In later versions of the parade, Roger Rabbit was replaced, and I'm going to quiz here again, oh, by this one character.
2: Carioca.
1: No. Can you give us a hint?
3: I was going to, but somebody oh. just started shouting things. He's a dog. Stitch. No. <laughs> Stitch wasn't around then, Tim. That was Max. a joke. Yes. Ah, damn. <laughs> so we also had a gumball machine filled with Mickey heads. Um, we had Pinocchio, Geppetto, and Wendy riding tricycles. <coughs> Pooh was surrounded by Mickey plush toys. Tigger and the Swebendorffs carried Mickey puppets on their hands. And since it was the 90s, and what's 90s without themes? We had Mickey TVs, Mickey-shaped cameras, Mickey-shaped radios. You know, how you did in the 90s, because everything had to be themed and shaped. There was also a giant moving Mickey cloth with Chip and Dale inside it. The parade, of course, ended with the real Mickey Mouse. The float showcased Mickey's look throughout the years, which was kind of a cool float. This is kind of a picture that I blew up on, and it showed different ir- ir- versions of Mickey, except for Dirt Bad Mickey because he wasn't around yet. That's,
1: yeah, this is the new animated Mickey.
3: Yes. So, number seven. This is the one I, I clearly remember. Because it was Remember the Magic, and the second I read this, I heard the theme song in my head.
0: Remember the Magic. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. This, was for, this was October 1st, 1996. It was the anniversary of Disney World. So... Remember the Magic started in honor of the day and, um October 1st, which is actually Disney's anniversary, and ran for exactly five years. In 1997, it was, of course, renamed the Magical Moments Parade after the anniversary had ended with a few minor changes. Remember the Magic was the first sort of interactive parade. So kind of what they did before the parade actually started is the cast members would go out into the audience and grab people to actually be in the parade. Which is kind of cool, I guess, but it wasn't like just that first family that was picked. A whole bunch of people actually got to participate. And they didn't get cars. No, they did not get cars. Well, maybe toy cars, but not
2: like real cars. You know what they got? They got their steps in. That's what they got.
3: Oh, yes, most definitely. Now, the coolest thing about this parade, at least to me, was what the announcer said before the um, guy came down, before the parade actually started. And. He basically stated that this parade is dedicated to everyone who has visited Disney World in the last 25 years. Which is kind of cool because it's giving kind of service back to, hey, we appreciate you as customers kind of situation. The first float, of course, was Cinderella's Castle. There was a Little Mermaid float. There was, um... Beauty and the Beast kind of thing, because there was a, this was when that movie was kind of coming in. And there was a Lumiere, Lumiere audio-animatronic. We had an Aladdin float, which I kind of miss. And, of course, a parade of characters. Now, the next one is, I think, the first parade Tim and I ever saw it together. And this was the Share a Dream Come True Parade. This was started on October 1st, 2001, and this was to celebrate 100 years of the magic and the 100th anniversary of Walt Disney's birth. Most of the floats featured the snow globe, so you guys got to remember the commercials at least. I
2: remember the snow globes, (laughs) and I, yeah, I
3: remember
0: that
1: that
2: death trap of a snow globe.
1: We remember thinking it's got to be a thousand degrees in those things. I was thinking, well, they're probably air-conditioned.
2: I mean, it is pre- snow.
3: Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> so each float was 8.5 feet in diameter, and of course, it had glitter and snow inside each one. They became the parade began with a miniature float, which I still found really cool, with an animator who was sketching Mickey. And I do remember this float yeah, remember very that. clearly. And of course, this was to honor Walt and Mickey Mouse. On the float, there were 11 sculpted figures figures of Mickey Mouse throughout the years, including appearances in Steamboat Willie, The Brave Little Tailor, Plain Crazy Mickey, Mickey and the Beanstalk, Mickey's Christmas Carol, and Sorcerer Mickey. The next float was When You Wish Upon a Star, and this was honoring the early years of Walt Disney, and for some reason, Pinocchio was in the snow globe, so I don't quite understand why they chose Pinocchio to be in there, but...
1: When You Wish Upon a Star, that's from Pinocchio.
3: Yeah, but it doesn't like it was supposed to be the early years so that's kind of like i get the song choice but not maybe the person is it in it the a thousand year dreams to see float showcased disney's adventure in flight aladdin and his magic heart but we're featuring in the snow globe face the darkest fears float which is another fun one to say fast and that's the disney villains including jafar melissa and corella deville Ursula and the evil Queen from Snowlight took front and center while an 18-foot inflatable Chernobog Dominated that pretty float pretty much So now a dream is a wish-your-heart-make float. This one had the three globes each with a different prince or princess inside them and The last float was as long as there was imagination left in the world and this was designed, again, to look like a crystal castle because that's a theme in almost every parade that there's that one float, like the mirror float, that always kind of looks like a castle. It had a two-tier snow bloke with half-inch thick molded acrylic and crystal turrets and towers. And this was like, we're just going to throw anybody who we want on this float. It included <laughs> Young Simba, the Cheshire Cat, Za- oh, no- Zazu, Timon, Thumper, Flounder, Baloo, Brr, Brr, Fox, Esmeralda, Chip and Dale. It, it was just a mess of just like we're just gonna throw all the characters on this one because we can we're Disney. This is the longest running I think at this point because it's run for 14 years. It was renamed twice in 2006 it became Disney D- dreams come true and in 2009 it's celebrated dream come true. Each one had a few changes to the float, like some of the t- at one point the snow globes were totally removed, and the characters were kind of just freestanding on the same float, just without the snow globe, and some new characters being added. And a lot of people say that they didn't really appreciate it lost something when they started removing the snow globes and making the changes. And I think it just kind of outstayed its welcome. When something's around, when a parade's around for fourteen years, how many times do you actually go see that parade? Unless it's amazing.
1: Coincidentally enough, the first time we saw this parade, that's when we started collecting Disney snow globes. I don't know how that happened.
3: <laughs> Which they stopped making. And then they yes. start making again for like one or two things, and then they
2: stop making. You better get them while they're hot, man. That's what that's that's called collecting. You know, have
1: no room for anymore.
2: And guess what just happened? My computer's working again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, well, it's, it, well, it didn't involve Skype, so... Or audacity? Well, I could have. All right, guys. So that's what I got for the history
3: of parades in the Magic Kingdom Park.
2: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that look, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, they heard it. Adam, get take. You know what? Take a moment. Get you a drink of water. <laughs>
1: Yeah, can, we, can we take it? a stretch break? <laughs> you have to understand, <laughs> right. this was
2: after editing. It was longer. Okay, so Adam has got us caught up to the two current parades we have left. Daytime parades we have left at Magic Kingdom. And, uh, you know, since it takes place earlier in the day, I will elect myself to, uh, to go first. So let's take a look at the move it, shake it, twerk it, Break it. Break it. Freak it. Mouska dance it. Um, Remix it. It's one of the, it, like the original um, daytime parades, it's, it does run twice a day. Currently, Disney lists it at like 1230 and 545, but I think those times change depending on the season and, and how, you know, dark and, you know, just just consult your saloon or tables before you make plans for these parades. Um, we'll park
1: map for that day.
2: Well, that works, too. <laughs> now, before it was called Move It, Shake It, Mouseka Dance It, it was called Move It, Shake It, Dance and Play It. That was its first, it, its beginning. Oh, no, that's wrong. Um, it's Mikey's going to rewind. Before it was called Move It, Shake It, Mouseka Dance It, it was called Move It, Shake It, Dance and Play It. But before that, it was called Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It, which would have been in 2009 as part of disney's celebration vacations branding and theme they were working on uh the celebrated parade consisted of, of, of five floats four of them looked like a big gift box wrapped up present with bows and shit, and one was kind of layered and looked like a cake i mean it was a little abstract but if you looked at all the gifts and the way that the fifth float was tiered. I mean, it kind of looked like a cake. Uh, the parade featured a lot of bright colors and ribbon dancers, and everyone was dressed like the Baja men. They had stilt walkers, and they're really, you know, for this parade, there was, there, there weren't any characters walking alongside the floats. They were always, they were all... On the floats, and you didn't have a whole lot of characters, just a few here and there, and it was kind of hit or miss, um, which characters they had, and like a lot of these parades, it was just a uh, mishmash of characters. Sometimes, you know, did it always make sense? Like maybe you'd have Chip and Dale sharing a float, maybe you'd have Frozone and Mr. Incredible sharing the same float as the genie. It was just kind of all over the place. Um, Now, the Party Cake float, you know that I call it, uh, always had Mickey and Minnie on it. And at the top of that, the topmost tier, they had an MC, kind of like a hype man, who was up there yelling at the crowd, saying, basically, it was DJ Khaled you had up on the top of it who was just yelling the occasional lyric or something. And I'm gonna, and, and, and you know what? I'm going to sidebar here. I'm going to challenge everybody listening. Go find videos of Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It. Let me know if that guy up on top of that float calling out to the to the crowd is Mark Daniels, the Disney Parks blog host with the sweater vest that we like to call LeVar Burton. Um, God, it looks like him. But anyway... You'd have your your hype man up top, and all the cast members involved in the parade walking around with it. They had just these bright, garish colored outfits. I mean, and, and straw hats. It had an island carnival vibe. You know, it was uh, weird. But it, it, it. But God, it. Yeah, the, they were bright. I mean, they were very standoutish, and I. I don't want to say it's a holdover from the uh, the '80s, you know, Mickey Street Party, because Mm -hmm. it's a whole. Although this was like more than just three colors, this is just you know, the brightest colors you'll find on a big damn kite come spring if you go to your local park. That's that's what you had all over this place. Um, Now the the parade it started out at Town Square and it moved down Main Street and pulled up just short of the castle and made a loop, kind of around the hub, kind of, uh, before stopping to allow guests to get a chance to dance and mingle. With the characters and the cast members that were part of the parade, and uh, you could, you know, kind of uh, bust a move uh, to some upbeat party music like "Hannah Montana." Well, if you want it, you got it. Yeah, and there's also um, if you want to move it, move it. You can move it. They played uh, basically those uh, happy, kid-friendly pop songs. And that lasted about 15 minutes. They would packed the shit up and head right back where it came from, back up Main Street, <laughs> through the backstage. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back there, spend, you know, three hours turning the shit around to get ready to come back out again, 5.45. Uh, the celebrated party ran for like five years until the fall of 2014 when it was renamed to Move It, Shake It, Dance, and Play It. Again, The title is getting longer and longer with every iteration. It's like this is not my final form. Um, You have uh, the second generation having most of it unchanged. You know, from the first, you still got these big, bright-colored gift boxes. You still got the bright-colored costumes, and it still kind of has this island festival carnival theme going on with it. Um, There's some small tweaks to the color schemes, but for the most part. Things like that were the same. The parade route still the same. It comes from Town Square, goes down in front of the castle, turns around and goes back. The most obvious change coming to celebrate it was that uh, they installed flat screens onto the sides of the floats. And they were kind of hidden behind giant name tags. So you had these big flat screen displays. And real and, and honestly, when has Disney ever, quote unquote, updated something and not installed flat screens? That's just their their go to mm. for update. Yeah, that's their uh, they, Yeah, put some flat screens in there, change the pictures, we're good. But I think this was when the technology for that had really come down in cost, and some of the other stuff was moving along. Like for instance, this had a lot more interactivity uh, because at the, you know, you you could take a photo Shoot of yourself. things the screens. No, yeah. no, this, no. This is not like uh, <laughs> Toy Story. You can you could uh, take photos of yourself along the parade route and tweet it or Instagram it with a hashtag, and Disney could snatch that up and throw it up on the side of one of those gift boxes. So you could you know try to include yourself in there. Wait, with Instagram the... was a thing back then? But this was 2014. Yeah. yeah, Instagram's been around for a while. It yeah. Has it? I didn't know. Oh, that. Yeah,
3: I know. Twitter has been around forever. The, the Instagram, the Instagram, in- yes. So you can Uh, twat your picture and get it up on a Disney screen. You can twat your
2: photo and get it up there. Um, And when they weren't displaying photos of people's twats they were showing um... (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) a different show. (laughs) Is it?
3: Is it? (laughs) though?
2: Crouch fruit. It's the same thing. (laughs) They they would display again hype wars because you no longer had a hype man now they're they're just showing words like get up and dance and like the occasional lyric you know to match uh, the music the l- and the, the song had
1: moved on to <laughs> live feeds of fireworks
2: that's so, right that's it pays better and it's, it's a lot less yelling um now d- during the dance party when they paused at the hub again you could dance with the uh, the characters that were you know on the floats and you could actually this is this is where the 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 play it part of the title comes into you know move it shake it play it you got to pick the last song that they played at the dance party so they would give you a list of three and they'd show them up on the flat screens and you know what no there was still a hype man because he had to call off which songs you wanted to hear i'm wrong there was still a hype man in this but he was more subdued uh and, and it, it's it's simple you pick the one you want who which one gets the loudest yells that's the one they go with so, so. they didn't do the voting on the twitter no there was no there was no online voting because there kids was no, had, no no they, disney's wi-fi is spotty at best uh and speaking of songs that was another change on this uh because it's kind of this iteration this the the the, the dance and played is is kind of regarded as having one of the better theme musics for a lot of people that I, that I was checking out all these blogs I was researching today um, a lot of the kids love the music and the main song which is like the approach song when they're coming down Main Street toward the castle is called Party Up which is not by Andrew WK but you think it would be with a name like that and then the retreat song is called Vamos and I'm not gonna lie it's, it's kinda catchy I kinda isn't think that it, Dora's theme song? No "Vamos." Oh, sorry. This is just Bamos, and it's... it's it's it's. Check it out. Look it up. It's, it's kind of catchy. I like it. It's fun. Uh, characters in this parade were also updated. Um, still doesn't have a lot of cohesion based on the floats. You know, you, you could get Chip and Dale and Stitch. Or you could get Chip and Dale on one float. You could have Stitch and the Genie on another float. And Blue... Because and- they Blue. Okay. and and Baloo and King Louie on a float and one float didn't have a damn soul on it I watched a video one float came by didn't have a damn character on it they all called out sick that day not not a fucking one of them (laughs) Uh, and then you may have like someone from Toy Story because they're always cranking those movies out Um, then once everything was parked all of a sudden oh look here they are you know, the Fab Five would come out of the tops of the cakes and then they'd be up there dancing and you got to dance with the supporting cast down there, basically. Um, that character thing just bugs me on this. And then after that one, we have the current one we have, which is the Move It, Shake It, mouse could Dance It. That word just <laughs> does not roll off the tongue easily. It doesn't. I mean, Mouseketeer, that fits. Mousekatool... You know, but mouse could dance. Does Does Mickey's called when he dances a mouse could dance? Hot dog, hot dog, hot, hot dee-dee dog, dog. <laughs> it yeah, you know it 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 sounds it sounds Polish. Is what it sounds. Mouse could dance. We can dance if you want
3: to. <laughs> we can <laughs> mouse dance if we want to. It sounds very angry. It does, doesn't it?
2: Um. Now the name for this came about. Or the, the theme for this, rather. Um, the name came from drinking, obviously. But the theme for this came because it is Mickey and Minnie's surprise surprise celebration from last summer. That's why they changed it over to this. To kind of uh, harken back to the classic Mickey. Because this past couple years, Dizzy's really pushed out the true original concept of, of Mickey Mouse. Um... It was only expected to run actually through September of last year, but it's still there. Uh, The concept of the rest of parades hasn't changed. You got five floats, four shaped like gift boxes, one shaped like a tiered. Well, it's tiered. Uh, Same path, same dance party, and then backstage. None of that's changed up, but this time there's been more of an overhaul on the entire look and feel of the floats. They've all been repainted into brighter colors. And it's gone to uh, gone away is kind of the island party thing. Instead, it looks like an actual birthday party. The dancers have got on bright colored polka dotted dresses. Uh, the guys are wearing bright polka dot vests with coordinating huge bow ties and white fedoras. Um, even Mickey and Minnie's outfits, honestly, they look like they were like they're wearing white prom formal attire to a paintball match. That's what their outfits look like right now. And uh, even um, the float that they come out on because they ride one float, instead of it looking... um, I mean, it just... It it has more of a polka dot bright colored thing instead of looking like a cake with sprinkles on it. The biggest uh, change on this is the uh, the characters here because they've been dumbed down or I guess not dumbed down no distilled to keep in line with classic Disney because you'll get Mickey and Minnie on the tiered float still one float you'll have Donald along with Jose Carioca well that's cool and a very dapper looking Panchito oh I wonder if this is because
3: of the cartoon on Disney Plus that was released every
2: place but here. You know, that's... No, because this was last year when this came out. Right, but I don't know what... The cartoon looks kind of new. Oh, okay. So I I don't know when it ran, but the Three Caballeros cartoon, it's not awful. Right, right. No, and then that's where they're going with that. I will say, Panchito does look dapper. He's not wearing a huge floppy hat with his pistoles. Um, He's got like a nice cap on his head. On the next float, you'll have Horace Horse Collar, Uh Clara Cowbell. That makes sense. The wild card in this is Clarice Chipmunk. Who the hell is Clarice Chipmunk? Thank you, Tim. I thought I was the only one of our group that wouldn't know who the fuck Clarice... I'll tell you who she is. Isn't she one of their girlfriends? She's kind of a slut.
3: Fair enough. Does she, she... eat faffa beans? Uh I d
0: I don't know, Stop but them. she's wearing a she's
1: wearing a Sidebar: oh she... <laughs> we watched the Phineas and Ferb episode last night where they had Doofus Smurfs in a face mask and a uh, straight straitjacket and they were wheeling him around on a fucking hand cart, and he's like, I just wanna say Fava Beans. <laughs> it's such a twisted program. It was so it's such a twisted program.
2: Okay, well, I thought maybe I was the only person who didn't pay a lot of attention to classic Disney because I didn't know there was a Clarice Chipmunk. And I'm not into furries. But she has has got a figure on her. And she is wearing a pelt-tight green dress.
1: Where does she come from, though?
2: I have no idea. I've seen
3: her in Chippendale, I want to say. I mean, she's on the back of the float,
2: so I guess that's...
3: Um, But... Wasn't it on the cartoons where they had? I don't,
2: I don't remember her at all. I don't know. You know what? She's not gadget, so I don't care. And
0: but know, you I do think... have
2: Chip and Dale because they show up riding on a float with Daisy Duck, and then rounding out the classics. This 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 is a cool one though. Um, is your 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 canine float featuring Pluto? Goofy and his son Max oh that's awesome so uh, keep that in mind because when this thing stops and all the characters get off to party and hang out and dance it's a really cheap and easy way to try to get a picture with Max he won't sign anything though right like no, during most not. of these dance party he, things. He's, he's and, not signing, but they do have photo pass photographers out there during the snapping pictures non stop. And of um, course you can try to do a selfie or whatever with him, but I was
3: just gonna ask, do they actually stop? Because at some of the other dance parties where they have with characters,
2: the handlers will tell them not to stop moving. That that may be the case. I'm just this. I was just curious. Just, just get in there and snap it and roll, man, because it's it's Max. Um, that's that's. I mean, it's kind of cool, actually. I think getting a chance to with Max and and and, and you could get a picture of him and his dad see, together. Did you say it was kind of cool to get a chance
3: with Max? Yeah. <laughs> I Dude. didn't know you swung. I, you just said okay.
1: you were into furries. <laughs>
3: <With>, uh... <laughs> apparently
1: underage furries. <laughs> hey,
2: listen with, with 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 a a tooth gap well, like w- that. Well, you're also looking at dog ears, so that's something totally different.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dog dog slash mouse ears. (laughs) He's (laughs) (laughs) he's (laughs)
2: the one rubbing the cradle, I guess. (laughs) And um, speaking of dancing, Dancing with Max, uh, that's still a huge part of this show, but the music's been totally overhauled. Gone uh, away are the canned, kids safe pop tracks they would queue up during the dance party. Um, This parade has a new approach to the songs and during the dance party you'll you'll get remixed versions of more classic sock hop tunes is about the best way I can kind of describe it. Um, Okay. But they're they're, they're kind of more upbeat and remixed. They they tweak the the words a little bit to to, to flow. Um, But here's, here's the best part about it is instead of hype men They've actually got a pair of live vocalists on the floats that sing the main track over the background music, so you do get a, it's a live performance. It's, it's not just recorded at one cool. time, and and then God bless them, that that guy and gal because they're doing it twice a day. They're doing double duty. They're kind of pumping up the crowd, but they're also singing it and working everything. And um, the the parade retreat song is basically a reworked version of the approach song instead of saying hello they're actually saying goodbye but like not much else changes on it you know like i said this was originally supposed to go away by now but i kind of think that with it being more about mickey and his roots i kind of think it's probably going to stick around a little while longer at least through the anniversary celebration i'm assuming just from
3: look doing my research We've gotten a new daytime parade for every single big anniversary, so I can't picture them not announcing some sort of either a new parade or be hopefully a nighttime parade for the anniversary.
1: Or both.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd probably like to have more of a combination. Like, if I was going to sit and watch this, I'd want, like, a combination between what we have now and the last one. Um, I like the idea of engaging the audiences to pick a song – And I like that they had two distinct catchy tunes that you could hear when the parade was coming and when it was going. I don't know. I guess doing research on this, I I wanted to uh, find something more substantial and redeeming about the Move It, Twerk It parades. So I guess it's got Clarice and that's about it. (laughs)
3: I mean, it's basically kids. It's basically really. It's like a giant yeah.
2: dance party down Main Street. Right. Oh no, that, that's that's all it is. Um, it's
1: definitely at that uh, meltdown hour. Yes. Both of them. Yeah.
2: I'm hungry, and then I got. I need a nap. That's when. It, that's when it happens. Yeah. Lunch so and nap so, time.
1: Here's some high energy. Feed your kid a, a funnel cake and a dull Whip and throw him into Main Street and let him dance
2: why would you want to wait online for a dole whip dole whips are so good though I know -hmm. I will I will that's all I got for the twerk it Uh, that leaves one parade left which is the 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 BDSM parade festival of fantasy
1: festicles of fantasy
2: festicles they do they do wear creepy masks this is like a Fifty Shades of Grey parade it is
1: it is my current favorite parade. It's, it started in March 9th, 2014. It's actually a recycling of Tokyo Disneyland's jubilation. Which I found interesting, I didn't know that.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walt Disney World, we steal things from all the parks.
1: Well, well, they stole stole two floats from Jubilation and it was basically designed to celebrate the opening of New Fantasyland. So you start off with the main theme is Festival of Fantasy and the opening float is Princess Garden, which is the first float that was stolen from, well, recycled from Jubilation. Upcycled. Upcycled. And it's a pageantry of princesses celebrating Disney royalty. You have Cinderella, Tiana, and Belle with their respective princes riding in a garden of topiaries with woodland creatures. Cinderella's dress playfully twirls like a turntable, and the swan court couples lead the 50-foot majestic float capped off with a special appearance by Anna and Elsa. Why they're on a princess garden float. Well, not all
3: princesses are princess. Princess. Yeah, well, in the new movie they do. Well, one
1: does. one does. And then next is my favorite float, which is the Tangled Float. (laughs) It's a massive long ship on the high seas that showcases Flynn Rider and Rapunzel in search of adventure and another best day ever. Rapunzel's iconic hair weaves through this 36-foot-long float decked out with swaying pendulums carrying the Swing Thugs. Yay, Swing Thugs. Yes. <laughs> if you guys have ever seen the parade you know why we're saying swing their costumes don't leave anything to the imagination next up you have the little mermaid float which is based on the 1989 animated film Ariel and her friends sit atop a colorfully kinetic seashell music box that boasts an enchanting musical jubilee you have conga dancing fish and the Dancers that follow the flow are dressed as lionfish, coral fish, seashells, and seahorses. I love now, These the, are probably... Do it. I
2: was going to say, I love the guys that have the spinning seahorses. That's my favorite part of yeah. this parade. I this love that. This is the Pretty most cool.
1: elaborately designed costumes in the whole parade. Yeah. Because of those seahorses and the, those lionfish costumes are ridiculous. When they come up and they fan their fins out, it's... it's exciting to
3: see. I feel feel hostile because they kind of remind me of beta fishes. Because right before beta fishes' flight, they flare their fins out.
1: But lionfish do the same thing. And lionfish fins are poisonous. Mm. Next up, you have the Peter Pan float, which is has Peter Pan and Wendy darling soaring high aboard the famous Jolly Roger pirate ship complete with smoke effects and special surprises There's a rainbow arch that shines over skull rock with Tinkerbell Bell nestled among giant flowers. Captain Hook takes center stage on a swinging anchor and the lost boys are dancing around a float you also have Tik tock Croc, which is borrowed from Booty you So they
3: recycled another float. Well, I mean, is it recycling if he's still used in another thing? He's just
2: well, p- pulling double duty is all.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the really big recycling point later on. That was a, lot of, a point of contention for a lot of people this year. So next up is the Brave Float, which has Celtic couples and a vessel shaped like an enormous bagpipe, announcing the arrival of Merida, perched high on her majestic crown, and Scottish dancers do step dancing throughout the, the uh, parade group. And the Sleeping Beauty float is next. And you Prince Philip Battles, a steampunk inspired Maleficent, which is probably the greatest float that Disney has ever created. The float stretches 53 feet in length and 26 feet tall, with a prickly spinning wheel dead center of the float which seemingly powers the whole thing her fiery eyes and glowing effects this the spectacular dragon was built on an articulating chassis allowing the float to bend and flex as it moves along the prey route this float also breathes fire and catches on fire I was gonna say yeah you mean catches <laughs> and catches on fire which it did in on May 11th 2018 which destroyed its whole head and it was out of service for almost a whole year and was replaced by the gazebo float that's seen in a bunch of Disney parades like Boo to You, *Very Merry*, and *The Rainy Day Parade*. Which is, if you've seen it with that float in place, it was kind of lackluster and boring. It was really bad. They had this like
2: gazebo float. It was just. It looked so out of
3: place. It so it
1: looked so out of place. It was horrible.
2: Couldn't they just grab Peach? Oh no, they couldn't. They couldn't. Because it's
1: in California.
2: That would have been fucking hilarious, though, if they had just been like, let's just put Peach Dragon in there instead of a left set no one's going to notice. Yeah. I would have cracked up if I'd been
1: watching that. So the dancers on this float are, as Mikey mentioned before, the Thorn people and the Raven people, which I like them. They kind of remind me of when we did the Epcot Party for the senses, and they had the, the after-hours dance party outside, and they had these kind of characters on stilts, and
3: yeah, that was crazy.
1: So it reminds me of that. So that I, that's why I, I like it. But you also have the good fairies, flora, fauna, and Merryweather that follow the dragon float. Aren't they on like segways or something? Yeah, they kind of move. They probably are because you don't see that. You don't see their feet though, so they kind of glide. Yeah across the parade route this was also duplicated for Disneyland Paris's daytime parade Disney stars on parade so there's actually two of these Hmm. and then you have the finale which is Mickey's airship it's a 90-foot long magical caravan of characters with Snow White and the seven doors Pinocchio Dumbo Alice in one land Pluto uh, Pegasus the ostriches, hippos, and elephants from Fantasia. And Mickey and Minnie are in a giant hot air balloon. The soundtrack for this parade starts off with the festival of fantasy. You have the opening for the princess unit. They play Beauty and the Beast. A dream is a wish your heart makes for the first time in forever and let it go. The Tangled float. Will Pass By it plays I've Got a Dream and When Will My Life Begin? You have Little Mermaid, Kiss the Girl, Part of Your World and Under the Sea. For Peter Pan, you have A Pirate's Life, You Can Fly, The Elegant Captain Hook, Second Start of the Right and Following the Leader. For Brave, you have Remembered to Smile, Fate and Destiny and Touch the Sky. And for Sleeping Beauty, you have A Cottage in the Woods battle with the forces of evil hail to the princess aurora and once upon a dream and for the finale is mickey mouse club march zippity doodah when you wish upon a star i've got no strings whistle while you work and when i see an elephant fly and that rounds out the end of the parade
3: i didn't realize how close the festival of fantasy soundtrack is to um Paint the night until you started reading them, and I started singing the wrong versions in my head. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I think they, they both came to <laughs> from Japan. The American, yeah, they both came to the American parks at the same time, so mm-hmm. that that does make sense. Just replace the festival of fantasy with the um owl song, whatever. The, yes, uh, Owl City. Owl City song. When you can see, when I, can I see you again? And you have the same parade.
3: So song is so much more. Yeah, like. Yeah, wormy. There's no other way to put it.
1: (laughs) So, with that said, with all the parades, everybody has their own special place to sit and catch these parades. Where is your guys' favorite spot to sit and watch one of these parades?
3: Eh, kind of have two. Um,. There's nothing like, for me personally, watching that parade come down Main Street. That being said, it's usually the most crowded spot to watch a parade. But it it just the feeling of that parade coming down Main Street. You have a lot of views with the castle in the background. If you get that prime spot, all-time favorite. Best spot to actually watch it is in Frontierland. Because it's usually not quite as crowded... It passes that way first the majority of the time, and you can get out and do other things.
2: I second what Adam said, not because I've planned to see it both times I've seen Festival of Fantasy in Frontierland, but because I happen to be there, and he's right. You're getting getting fresh legs on your performers, but uh, as soon as it's gone, you're done. You, You can keep moving. You're not stuck, because if you're... On the wrong side of the parade route, when it rolls through um, in front of the castle, you're not you, you're not crossing the street until that Joker's completely mm-hmm. finished, pretty much. So, uh, I like I like it in Frontierland because I don't know it any better or any different, I guess. <laughs> and I've never stopped to watch move it, twerk it, masticate it. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna third. I'm gonna third your y'all's choices because you, if you if you've never seen. A parade or festivals, fantasy—you gotta watch it first on Main Street because there's nothing like the parade coming on Main Street. It kind of harkens back to growing up as a kid and and watching like the Memorial Day parade or Fourth of July parade on the Main Street in our town. And then, but then after that, you have to go to watch it in Frontierland on the Pecos Bill side of the street. Yes. Yeah, because it's, there's
2: there's no shade on the other side.
1: Yeah. And you get snacks. And you get snacks. Snacks are. And if party. it rains a little bit, you get a little cover because yeah. the last time we watched it, it was a little misty. And then when it's over, you can just run and, and hit Haunted Mansion. There's no line.
2: You don't want to no. watch it from this splash mountainside. No. You think, oh, look at all the trees. Disney has specifically put them just out of reach. Now, Tim, there are some extra special places to watch the parade, though, right?
1: Yes, there are. If you want to spend some money, you can get the Festival of Fantasy Dining Package.
2: Ooh. Ah. Uh, sounds bougie.
3: Sounds like alcohol, it because is. now they include alcohol with some of these packages. They
1: do. That was, well, that was just announced today, and unfortunately, my notes don't have that. <laughs> the Festival of Fantasy Dining Package includes Tony's Town Square.
2: That
3: is
1: not bougie. It is not bougie. No, the opposite of bougie. Yeah. And there, were, I didn't get any, you can't get any huge details on it, but it costs $54 for adults and $19 for children, ages 9 and under, tax and gratuity not included. The dining package comes complete with an appetizer, entree, dessert, and non-alcoholic beverage, along with a VIP viewing voucher. Now the only thing i found with the viewing voucher is that you have to be at the Town Square Circle by the flagpole by a certain time, 15 to 35 minutes before showtime. It it doesn't say where they bring you if they leave you there. If it's inclement weather, you will get a voucher to return within 5 days of that date, so it's good for 5 days after your rain rain out
2: so if you're going to do this do it unlike your first day of the trip
1: (laughs) yep (laughs) just in case (laughs) it's also noted that in case of rain delay your food portion of your package will still take place so if it rains you'll still do your dining portion portion of it and then your parade will happen whenever you so choose to come back now,
2: what's the average price for an adult meal at Tony's? I'm th- I'm, I'm guessing around thirty. Well, I was just gonna look. say, what's the average price or what it's worth? No, <laughs>
3: what, 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 what they're asking well, for it.
1: What it what what does um, Chef do you go for nowadays? Mm.
2: Because About five dollars a can. <laughs> if if the pricing well, is like around thirty, then they're wanting twenty nine dollars. To. to to give you a voucher that you can use somehow to watch the parade. That, that, that listen, I love the parade, it ain't worth
1: $29. So according to the website, they list it as between $15 to $34.99 per adult.
2: So if you so wanna get a, your money's worth out of this, you get that $35 meal, but you're still paying $20, $24 to go watch a parade.
1: Right. So well, we're assuming you get lunch because the party's at three o'clock. Yeah. So for appetizer, the prices range between nine and fourteen dollars.
2: Oh, so this is, this
1: includes appetizer? Yes, an appetizer, an entree, and non-alcoholic drink.
2: Okay, so th- so this is just getting people into, into Tony's.
1: You, yeah. And your appetizer... Your main dishes range from $22 all the way up to $33. So, depending on what you pick to eat, I mean, it could be worth it. Well... I mean, I wouldn't necessarily want to dine at Tony's, but... There's some people that like Tony's. To each their own. Both of them. Yep. Yeah, both of them.
2: Alright. Well, okay. So, I, I was just trying to figure out what's the upcharge, the upsell for that voucher, but... If, you know, you can eat there for with an appetizer for 50 bucks, then it's... So we've eaten at Tony's one time. I still wouldn't do it. Never again. I would say every quick serve in Magic Kingdom is better than Tony's.
3: Mm, I, even, I, would, I,
2: I, would probably, I would say Space Frog. Even Space Frog? Even Space Frog. No. I don't know. No.
3: I don't know. No. Sorry. Sorry. I know uh, The Hockey puck Hamburger. No. See, mine was okay the, when I had one. Mine I was best, the, the best thing I ever had. Mine at, I could Like, it took me twenty minutes to chew.
1: <laughs> the best thing I ever had at Cosmic Rain's was a glass of Coke. I think I had a cup of water.
3: <laughs> it was filtered. It was filtered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Magic Kingdom water is that fart water.
2: Yeah, Magic Kingdom's pretty bad. Okay, so for sixty bucks—is you said fifty or fifty-nine? It's fifty-four. It was
1: fifty-four okay, ninety-nine.
2: Fifty-four. And for kids, it's 20. Yeah. Not awful. If it was anywhere else. There are worse things. I I mean, I I understand why it's at Tony's, because that's close to Main Street. And if they're trying to work the reservations close to the parade time, I get that. But You're also
3: looking at a restaurant that typically does not, that usually has open dining reservations. So why not send people there to eat? Yeah, Yeah. That's why they're doing it.
2: Yeah, lots of reasons. Yeah, they're not sending you to Skipper's Canteen.
3: No, which usually does have reservations as well. But right, it's much better
2: food. Well, I'm going to ask you uh, this question: Do you think Disney or Magic Kingdom still needs their little short parade, the Move It, Shake It? Do you think a parade still needs to be in that time in those two time slots? Is that still yes? Because it's eating up people and it's giving kids something to do.
3: It's also you have to realize the times these are. These are prime eating times. Yeah. So you're pulling people away from the restaurants. It's basically what you're doing during these parades. So people who want to eat run to eat. People who actually want to try to do everything in the park are running to this
2: parade instead.
0: Okay.
1: That's yeah, the first time. First time I ever thought about it like that. But that makes sense. Hmm.
2: And none of us have ever done it because. Oh, I have no desire.
1: No desire. Yeah. We've walked past it as it's been going on, but we usually cut through the emporium to avoid the parade route and the crowds. And yeah, well, and it is a short parade.
2: It's an abbreviated route. It's it's just by floats.
1: Enough
3: traffic in that area, though.
1: It does. It it garners a huge crowd.
2: It just looks like mayhem when all the characters get out there and dance it with, is. With, with people all at one time. It's just like, those handlers have got to be freaking out, man.
3: I mean, I'm sure they have it down to a science. I can't picture them not, but any kind of dance parties like that with characters. It's just people everywhere.
2: So without, you know, giving anything away, I guess, or, or you know, just... Uh, so between the two, which is your favorite, I guess it's the Festival of Fantasy.
3: <laughs> yeah, considering it's yeah. the only one all three of us has watched,
2: I would say yes. I mean, two words, swing thugs. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, going back to the previous parades you've you've caught at Magic Kingdom daytime parades, does fantasy stand up to those?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Just the theme song alone is so
3: infectious. Like, I I can pretty much, like, we haven't seen that parade all that often, but I still know that I have the song down.
1: Well, we we've seen it that when the first few times we've gone when it first started, we've seen it a number of times. Yeah, but we In, saw all the other parades a number of times too. Yeah, but this one uh, this one has a more catchy theme song. The floats, I think the floats are way better. Swing thugs, swing thugs. Do we like?
2: <laughs> did we mention swing thugs? And and they're on what float again? Tangled. Oh. Tangled.
1: Okay. <laughs> can't miss them.
2: You know, I, I got to say they're <laughs> all hanging out. You can't miss them. <laughs> they're sun swinging apparently. They're swinging.
3: Oh, they don't swing in bad weather
2: though.
1: No, they don't swing in
2: bad weather. Uh, well,
3: you know who does really. <laughs> they they just kind of hang out on their on their acts. Ax- what what are they supposed to be? They're backstage. No, when they they just kind of sit on the trestles that move back and forth because they just stood there the last time we saw them in bed where they just kind of stood on those things
1: yeah because the last time we watched it was with james and jen and tony and because it, it was like a light, a light drizzle yeah and they just were sitting down they were just hanging out they weren't they weren't swinging
2: No, okay. there wasn't much eye candy at that point no <laughs> well like th- I, this this wraps this closes it up I mean the parades back down the chute there They're you know whatever oh you do at the end of a parade that's what they're doing which
1: I do want to say something extra I, I, regarding the daytime parades we, when we ran the marathon a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. we ran past the car barn for the festival of fantasy floats and they had some of them out and they, and they had a stop. couple of ones that I've never seen before yeah, I don't know what floats they were. So I'm thinking that Festival of fantasies days are numbered.
3: It's either that or it's going to get... I, I, what I honestly see happening is they're going to extend it. They're going to make it bigger. Because they're not going to get rid of all the floats, but they'll get well, rid no, of like they'll, one they'll or re, 2 recycle. Sh- exactly. Well, ain't going anywhere. No, I'm no, I'm no the ain't, going going anywhere. ain't going anywhere anytime soon.
1: There were a couple of floats that we ran past and I was like, oh, I want to stop and check these out some more. Because they, they were just that amazing, but
3: but well, it was also the closest you ever got to the floats was during that race. Yeah. So.
1: And as we were running past, because they had the, it was it was just kind of like a big gigantic carport where they had all the Festival of Fantasy floats, and then there was like a warehouse behind that where they probably stored the ones, the seasonal ones. But I was, I couldn't help myself but looking around and saying, well, when did they leave Spectra Magic out that it got destroyed? <laughs> Because it wasn't—it's not a big area. There's not a lot of open space in that area. But they apparently left it somewhere for it to get destroyed. But I think we'll see either some additions to Festival of Fantasy or a total revamp of Festival of Fantasy for the anniversary. And I think those floats that we saw were teasers for Festival the, of Fantasy. Yeah, two and, the, and they were left out here.
2: specifically for you to see something new when you oh, ran by well, and start
1: the buzz. Well, the. the two days that we ran past that barn there were different floats out yeah and they were all different it was
3: during the same race this
1: is when you know you ran too much (laughs) at disney (laughs) (laughs) because all my
3: my running days just kind of blend no one of the float two of the floats i recognized but I didn't, I didn't take pictures of
1: them and, them, and I couldn't stop, so I the kind of recognized, I recognized the The only was during the fall, they had Maleficent out, and she wasn't blowing flames out of her mouth. There was, like, coming out of fucking flamethrowers at her feet, which is totally weird.
2: Wait, so
3: she
1: and was I, actually throwing flames I when you went by? don't remember. Yeah. I,
3: I just don't remember. Like I, and that there was actually a was, sign that said, if you anymore. want to
1: take pictures with Maleficent, take them from across the street. <laughs> don't stand in front of her.
3: I just don't remember all of them. There was a lot going on during the marathon. Oh, That's absolutely. All I'm to say about that. <laughs> hmm. All right, well then, That's so we do. talked about the parades. Let's talk about some
2: sheet ups. Uh, are we allowed kinda... to? What? Are we allowed to?
3: We are allowed to. I announced the sheet up, but I also kind of said why it was a secret sheet up on the page, saying that we would talk about
2: it during the podcast. Well, I hope um, of our 2,000 members, some of, them, some of them listen to this show.
3: <laughs> but, um, the reason why we call it The Secret Cheetah was it was supposed to be a small little kind of gathering with just a few people and it kind of got out of hand. <laughs> no, as they do. As as they do. <laughs> Can't imagine that, not not us. <laughs> we were we were trying to keep it quiet. And it kind of was like, well, y'all are family and we just kept on inviting more and more people. And some people forgot they got invited, so we got the question of what's the secret? From people that we already priorly invited, so it was it was kind of a mess. Alcohol does
2: that. <laughs> yes, it does. Mm-hmm.
3: But the reason why we try to keep it quiet is because original the boys are coming.
2: My boys, yes.
3: And we weren't. We didn't want to overwhelm them too much with just all the cheater antics.
2: And we were trying, and it just kind of snowballed out of control. <laughs> you come to a point with things like this where you just decide to say fuck it.
3: And that's where we got to.
2: Yep. So,
3: it was an
2: anniversary slash birthday trip for me and Tim. Oh, like obviously. I mean. But. But you didn't know that it was going to be an anniversary. No, we did. Oh, okay. For Stephanie. Originally,
3: uh, the way. No, I had no idea it
2: was Stephanie as well. Yeah, and then her birthday, and one of the kids' birthdays. It's just all. Yeah This all. When is his Yeah, Keaton's birthday is in August. When. Fourth. Oh Jesus Christ! Never mind.
3: We went.
1: We literally went to this three days ago. No, I no. <laughs> we didn't do Keaton's. Ago.
3: We didn't do Keaton's. We did
2: your anniversary. We did
3: Steph's no, anniversary. We didn't we, talk about
2: Keaton's birthday. We
1: we did when we talked
2: when we I don't at, f- our fucking business night, we did. Game. Be, because I got it wrong. I think. Yep. I I said four. Uh, you got and one and, of the dates confused. Yeah, I said four and it was Keaton's six, or wrong. I said six and it was four. Either way. It's in there It's
3: everybody's Like the birthdays are in August The anniversaries are in August um, It's James and Jen's anniversary in August It's Mikey and Steph's anniversary in August We planned it so that it was during our anniversary on the 23rd And James and Jen I want to say is the 24th Yeah I'm early And it was supposed to be just really a small trip And it just Undid a small trip
2: Long story short, we want you, our Ohana, to celebrate to all of these awesome uh, milestones. You know, with us be part of. You know what? This is the the celebration event instead of the move it, shake it, celebrate it, dance, tear it. I yeah, we want we want to dance. Mouse could dance with you. I will not be going to that parade.
3: So um some feelers have been put out about what we all want to do we're probably that first that Saturday go down we'll probably just hang out in Disney Springs bar hop eat like just do finger foods and maybe actually end up at the Edison you never know I've never been there before but I do really want to check the pictures of Morimoto's like secret entrance way up to the bar kind of look really interesting to me so I kind of want to check that out really bad thank you Sydney but but that's kind of how the secret celebration kind of fell out so there's the secret not so much of a secret (laughs) but it's still a celebration exactly and there's that
2: it's uh kind of sort of became a sheet up now so make your reservations now because shit's getting close
3: this shit's getting super close. That's why I kind
2: of had a rush on my reservation. reservations.
3: without even knowing what was going well, on. This is a true story. <laughs> I will accept presents, just so you all know. I like presents. I like gifts. No, I won't. I'll be probably really embarrassed and shit. I, I, <laughs> so, <laughs> I will accept babysitters. I will not. Because I, I don't have no
2: babies to sit on. I feel bad for you if you elect for that.
3: Also the reason of my sinking of the brunch is because I know Monday's a work day. So if you can put off a later flight we'll try to I'll try to make a reservation for like something around 11 1130 so that y'all can eat at least and then hop on to try to uber to your planes. Okay and just so y'all know the people that get invited because I create the event has nothing they're just friends on my Facebook page. <laughs> So people were reading into some wild stuff. Some of these, uh, usually I have to meet you in person too, except you as a friend on my Facebook page. So the ones that automatically get invited, anytime you create an event, they just automatically get invited if you're friends with them on your Facebook page. Also, you're limited to the amount of people you can actually invite to an event. Yeah. So if there's something you're interested in doing, please let us know as soon as possible. Once this episode drops, I kind of want to get a guesstimate as to how many people we would actually have for brunch. So the sooner I know, the sooner I can kind of try to figure out where we're we'll all will fit.
1: You can also go on the page and click the events tab and look up the super secret sh- event. Shh. It's a secret. Cheat up.
2: Not going to lie. <laughs> that's where I have to go when someone asks when it is. I have to hang
1: on. Let me click this tab and see when I'm going to be gone.
2: Every time I have to
3: look I, at I it.
1: I don't know what dates are Dog is. I don't know what date <laughs> BFF is. I just, I just know... I put in my vacation time and that's it. I just know when Adam tells me to drive to the airport.
2: <laughs> get
3: your wallet. Well, we have to
1: get the luggage out again. Yeah. The luggage stays it just, out because... It doesn't go away anymore. It doesn't it's go, go away. Awesome. <laughs> Unless we have company that's staying in this room, then we throw in a closet. But <laughs> normally now it just perpetually lives on the bed because it's always being filled to go on some trip or another.
2: You've got Princess coming up in a couple weeks. Fuck, two weeks You is ready to do some more running? Right a
1: little over two weeks.
2: My feet are still not really fucking
3: healed from... I'm still like dealing with blisters. Like blisters are finally popping, but like all the dead skin is... Ha- you don't all still, need to yeah, I this. still have that <laughs> hard, hard skin from hot <laughs> blisters. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'm as ready as I'm, I'm gonna get. Might have ordered a costume today on Amazon, might not have. That's how I'm
2: gonna leave that. Costumes aside, it's gonna be a fun time. You've got uh, finish liners coming down that couldn't make it in for the dopey uh, to participate in this and Adam has said he will single-handedly support you and make sure you finish. So good job Adam.
3: Not gonna lie, I'll try my best. If you're really struggling, I'm in Corel i I'm not gonna lie. So if you're behind me, I can't guarantee that I will find you on the course but if you find but him and you need to stick with somebody for this race please let me know that I have no problem st- trying to slow my pace down I have a tendency to walk fast Jm Jen can attest to that but if you really need me to try to keep pace with you I will try my best
1: the, the thing is when we do these races we try to meet up ahead of time we pick a spot in the pre corral area to meet up and that's not only to everybody to say hi and just kill some time but it's also to say hey you know what you're in this corral i'm in this corral let's see if we can stick together let's see if we can pull each other through this race it's a lot to do with support there's a lot to do with being there for fellow runners and fellow cheaters to as many people can finish the race as possible so get there early if I'm sure Jen and and Adam and Stephanie will post where they're going to be every morning before the race, meet up with them, have a laugh, pick a spot in the corral to be in, and try to stick together.
3: Um, I will be trying to wear my three sheets to the finish line running shirt. The great thing about that shirt, it has a huge emblem on the back in day glow yellow. Can't miss it. So I'll probably be wearing that shirt. Definitely through the half, probably through the 10. I don't know if it matches for the 10. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, uh, we got a little bit of the events talk out of the way. Let's. I'm, I'm, I'm getting winded. I'm getting tired. Let's close this thing down. Um, yeah,
1: let's shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> uh, closing remarks. Tim. I, I was excited today because we're pushing our third year anniversary oh, fuck. this month. Jesus Christ. Oh, and Tonight is. tonight we just welcomed our 2000th member to the group. Well, we're actually at 2009. I wanted Space to Odyssey. hit it before the new year, but to hit it in February is still kind of cool. 2009 members is nothing to sneeze at. You guys have been amazing. And the, the group has grown in the past six months, has grown exponentially faster than it has ever has. And we hope that we can still continue to, air quotes, entertain you. <laughs> are you not and, entertained? Are you not entertained? Thank you, Bane. Uh, and then we just continue to help each other out and be the family that we've grown to be. I don't know what some to dish. say now.
2: He said, be, "Be the family," and I'm, I'm glad to be a part of this family. Um, I, I'll I'll piggyback on what what Tim said a little bit there. Yeah, we we broke the 2,000 um, member mark, but we're not just approving every buddy that submits a request because some folks can't answer the three questions or they try to be cute and not answer all three questions. And that, that's a tool for us to try to weed out bad apples. Okay, so if, if, if you're legitimately wanting to be a part of the Facebook group and part of our Ohana, part of our family, um, make sure you're answering all the questions because it, it's not, it's not going to get you in there. We, we want folks that are going to be engaged and not just sit on the sidelines like so many other Disney groups have um we encourage engagement and uh the disney talk and the adult disney talk so if you haven't joined yet go to facebook and just search three sheets we will be one of the first things pops up in your uh in your search results and answer the three questions we look forward to giving you a a a, a public welping welp nope we look forward to giving you a welping. Well, you
1: might you might get a welping. if you if you request one. You have to we request it.
3: We look forward to giving you a
1: welping. <laughs> that's your cold open. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
3: no, that's no,
2: open. I, th- I think I got to leave it in there because you I broke you again. A public Sorry. welcoming is what I was wanting to go with, but I, I missed it. So yeah, join up. Let us know what's uh, what's going on with you and, and how you're. Um, struggling with your inability to get to disney maybe or what you're doing while you're there Uh, adam
3: all right so three years ago or a little over three years ago this was an idea we expected what family and friends to maybe listen to this i wouldn't let my mom
2: listen (laughs) to this shit.
3: I said, well, okay, correction. Some family, like, r- blood family and friends to listen to this. We
1: certainly didn't expect it to last three years.
3: Yeah, we expected maybe this will be a, a, a thing, a hobby that will fizzle out. In a couple episodes, nobody's going to pay attention to any of this. Um, Three years later, we're still going strong. Pretty st- stronger than ever. We have crazy events coming up. Who thinks we would ever get the opportunity to get a space in Epcot and have enough people interested in hanging out with us just to come to this. We're not making money off of this. We don't. We we do this because we enjoy, first of all, we enjoy each other.
2: I enjoy Adam and Tim. Uh, Thanks for the... Add it's alphabetical.
3: It. It's, I enjoy myself, <laughs> <laughs> but it, we enjoy talking. We, we get paid to hang out. We get not, not. I can't say paid really, but we get. We get paid not in monetary value. We get paid in relationships, friendships, yeah. togetherness. Y'all broke me totally out of my fucking shell. I'm vK. Vaca- I'm going places by myself. I'm going to Princess by myself. If you asked Tim, rub it in. No, but, but <laughs> honest. If you asked Tim, what three years before we started this podcast, would I be on a plane by myself to travel to hang out with other people? No, there would be no way. So you're helping me a lot with my social anxiety, with my mental craziness that I got going on, and I can't thank you enough for all of that that being said we may be looking for a fourth member really soon so keep your eye on the page if it's something you might be interested in doing
2: and that's all i'm going to say about that so as we end this show i want to thank each and every one of you for adulting at disney with us tonight and remember this isn't a goodbye it's a see you real soon so good night everyone good night good night
0: and thank you Three sheets, you have one new voicemail message. Playing new message.
3: Good evening, Sheeters. It's Stephen Cohen. I am drinking a very large fancy glass of Grey Goose on the Rock, celebrating conquering one-third of a half marathon this morning on my journey to run Disney 2021. I could not thank you guys enough for the inspiration and support on Three Sheets to the Finish Line,
0: and thank you for making my week every week with the Three Sheets podcast. Hope you all are having a fantastic night and a fantastic weekend ahead. Good night.